The text today comes from a place that we may not really think about um, <laughs> when we're thinking about Advent, our, our Romans 13 reading, and, and we'll get there in, in a second. But we've got we to gotta set this up here first. So when you go on a journey, you often know where you're going, right? Maybe not all the time, maybe you just set out, but, but for a lot of us, we like to know where we're going. We also know, we also like to know how we're going to get there. True? Okay. So, if that's the case, today, tonight, here at, at church, this Wednesday, we're beginning a, a journey. Do you know where we're going? Wrong. <laughs> she said Bethlehem, and I said wrong. Um, do you know how we're going to get there? Okay. Today we begin this journey. We're actually headed to not Bethlehem, we're headed to Jerusalem. <laughs> Tough critic in the front row tonight. Wow. You may say, all right, Pastor Scott, how are we going to get there? Well, we're going to travel to Jerusalem in Jesus Christ. We, we know that we have been clothed with Christ. We've, we've clothed ourselves with Christ, and he's gone before us on this road to Jerusalem. He's, he's shown the way. We follow him in our faith. We, we followed him in our baptism to Jerusalem, to his cross. We, we've rested with him in the tomb, and we've, we've risen with him to a life that never ends. So in the church right now, we're beginning another year. Another year of God's grace. Another opportunity to know that, that our celebration of Christ's birth in Bethlehem is only a stopping point on the way to the destination for him and for us in Jerusalem. You see, we start here on our way to the cross in the empty tomb. And we're only able to go on this journey because we are in Christ. So this Advent season means it's, it's a time for us to clothe ourselves with Christ so then that we could proclaim to the world that Jesus Christ was born for one purpose, to die and to rise again. So Advent, tonight, is the time for us to understand we clothe ourselves with, rice, with, with, with Christ. And, and this is because Jesus is near. Did you know that? Jesus Christ is near. We're living in the last days right now. And because we're living in, in the last days, we must be ready at any time for Christ to come back again. Even more than that, so many of us know that our lives could come to an end at any point. For each of us, someday we'll pass away from this earth. The season of Advent is here to proclaim that Christ is near. And today we observe this a little bit differently with that text from Romans. So that's where we're going to spend our time, Romans 13, beginning there with verse 11. It says this there. Besides this, you know that the time, the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. But then that second part, it says, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. 
our salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. You see, this is because Christ is near to us. Christ is close to coming again, but he's, he's near to us right now. His first coming was this, was this gift. When, when he was a baby, he came to this earth as a gift, but this was not in, in glory. He came in humility, right? It was humiliating for Christ to become a man. But it was in his humility that he secured our salvation. So, so Christ being born to die prepares us now for his glorious second coming. So this wonderful salvation, this wonderful gift that God has given to you and to me as believers is nearer now than any other day. Yet, we probably don't think about it like this, right? We we, we don't think about the nearness of Christ coming. We don't necessarily think about the fact that Christ could come at any moment. At least I don't. Maybe you guys know that he could come back at any moment. But, but, but the thing is, we, are, should, we, we should be living this life in daily anticipation and, and eagerly awaiting Jesus coming again. But we don't have this eagerness, right? In the early church, they lived every single day thinking about the fact that Jesus could come back again at any time. But do we? Do we look at each day knowing that the Lord might return today? Do we live with this eagerness, with this excitement that he's coming back? I don't think so. Our lives go on day by day, and often we don't even think about the fact that Jesus could be coming back soon. I mean, how many times do we say, well, I can do that tomorrow? Or I can change my path tomorrow. I, can, I want to keep going down this one today, but tomorrow then I can change it. Well, what if there's never Tomorrow. Well, I'm going to start joining Jesus on his mission with that neighbor tomorrow. What if there's never tomorrow for that neighbor? What if there's never that next time? So Paul writes this. He wants us to share this excitement that he's talking to the Romans about. This excitement that that Jesus is coming back. And, And you see, there's this reason that we should be excited about the Lord's coming. This reason to clothe ourselves with Christ. And and that reason is the fact that we are preparing for an eternal celebration. Not a Christmas Eve celebration, not a Christmas Day celebration, but an eternal celebration. Christ is near to save us, and we want to celebrate this wearing our best. For it is by being clothed with Christ that we are able to look forward to his return. We're able to look forward to his return as a salvation, as a gift coming to us, and not as a judgment, but as a salvation coming to us. So being clothed with Christ is the only fitting attire for such an event. So what does that mean? What does it mean to be clothed with Christ? Paul there explains in our text what we shouldn't look like when Christ comes appearing, what we shouldn't be wearing. So he says this there. He says, The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. 
Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Because of what Jesus did for us, because of the gift he has given to us, because we have been clothed in Christ, we as his disciples should desire to honor him in word and deed. We should desire to drink deeply of his word in the scriptures. We should desire to honor him with our, with our bodies and to, to take him with, with wherever we go. We should desire to walk in peace with all those around us. We should desire to walk in peace with all those around us. Just as Christ himself is there walking with us. While we should desire this, while we should strive to do this, we can't. We can't. Yet where we can't, Christ can. You see, all of this that we desire to be, that, that Paul desires of us, that God desires of us, we can't do, but Christ is all of this. He's all of this perfectly. He's the, the Holy One of God. He's the name that is above every name. He is the word that is always loving and saving and never hurtful. He's the only one. He's the Holy One who laid down his body, who gave his blood to be shed for your eternal good. He's the Prince of Peace who reconciled God to man from God through Christ straight to you. He's the Prince of Peace who reconciled God to man and man to man to each other by his sacrifice upon the cross. So this is what it looks like to be clothed in Christ. Him doing this for us. Him doing this for us us. Paul doesn't just end there with verse 13, right? He says, now's the time to clothe ourselves with Christ, right? Advent proclaims that Christ is coming. Advent proclaims that Christ is in you. So there in verse 14 of our text, Paul says this, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. And friends, Paul reminds us of this, how it goes back to where for so many of us it started, this faith walk, in the waters of holy baptism. In Galatians, he says, all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. All you who have been baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. It's happened. He's washed you clean. Everything that Jesus has accomplished by his first coming, his perfect life, his sacrificial death, his glorious resurrection, all that has been given to you in baptism, all that has been given to you in faith, created in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you struggling with something? Go home and wash your hands. Remind yourselves of how God washed you clean in the waters of holy baptism. Thank him for that. And guess what? Tomorrow you're going to have to wash your hands again. That's the great thing about baptism. 
this constant reminder that we are washed clean of all those desires because of what he's done for us. In baptism, in this faith, you're clothed with Christ. You are righteous and elegantly dressed for the eternal celebration. And you are the people of light. We are the people of light, performing deeds of light. Through our baptisms, by the faith that we have in our hearts, created by the work of the Holy Spirit, Christ is in us, and he is seen in us. Today's Advent text, Romans 13, Paul gives us a little wake-up call. And that wake-up call is simply to live as people that we are, to walk where we are, to go, to talk about the truth we know. And so our journey to Jerusalem begins. Christ is coming soon, but right now, he is here. He is near to us. And he's here and near to us because we are clothed with him. And because we are clothed with him, it's our time to bask in his grace to grow in his love, and to proclaim to the world around us that this celebration that is coming, the birth of the Savior Jesus Christ, was for one reason. He was born to die and to rise again and to give to you and me everlasting life. Friends, Jesus is coming, and he is coming soon. Amen and amen.